Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Can you believe it's been a week already? Since when? Since we've last aired this episode. You know what? We um, somebody told me we were in the top ten, um, top ten percent rankings yeah. in uh, in sober podcast. Do you want to know why? Why? Because we continue to record and drop episodes. That consistency. They consistency look for. Yeah. is is key because a lot of people would stop and go and stop and go or stop stop stop. Yeah. So hey, we've been doing this for a couple of years. We enjoy it. I mean, yeah. Look, I, we got some great feedback, so keep it coming. Um, if you got complaints, email Glenn. You got compliments, <laughs> email Mike. Well, it was uh, so funny. Do you remember when we started out? We we're like, well, we've got like twelve episodes because it's a twelve steps, and like we have no idea what we're going to talk we gonna, about what after we that. Gonna, what are we going to do in the thirteenth week? We've you know, and no, now, and yeah. now we've got shows lined up till Kingdom Come. So yeah, that's great. So, so yeah, you know, we're going to do one of those today. How does that sound? Table for three? Oh, I love table for threes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm super, super excited. This, this put coffee, on the extra pot. Yeah, put on an extra pot. Buckle up, or whatever you want to say. Strap in because uh, uh, today, you know, we we did a series on a alternatives. Um, Glenn and I are pro sobriety. Um, you know, we believe in, in, in supporting anybody in their desire uh, to choose a lifestyle that's, that's um, you know, better than, than the road that they were on before. And uh, so, but we've chosen AA. You know, we, we are kind of products of the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. But there's other programs out there. And we did a series, and you can see them in the resource room. You can hear them on our podcast library. And we did a series, and I won't mention them all, but, you know, about a half a dozen alternatives to AA that some are spiritual, some are not. They're secular-based. Some are this base, some are that, whatever. You know, we just wanted to give them an opportunity to talk a little bit about in case AA isn't their thing. But today, Glenn— Well, let, let me jump in real quick. Yeah. So totally co-sign that we're pro-sobriety. Right. I love it. What I found with a lot of the other programs, and I'm not going to mention any, but a lot of them were a kind of quasi based on AA, right? And then second of all, create your own, right? And and I tried that for quite a number of years. I didn't do so well. Yeah, I had the Mikey Custom program I bought into for 46 years, and it didn't work. Too yeah, well I mean either. the the create my own. I mean, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I needed a program that I that I could surrender to. Um, so I am looking forward to today. I'm not yeah. going to take. I'm not going to take your thunder. I'll bounce it back to you. But I've been really yeah. looking forward to this, and I'll explain why. Absolutely. So, so the other the other uh, people were were uh, people that, as Glenn said, were not very similar to AA. But today we've got like a cousin in the room, man. We've got uh, or a sister even. You know, it's uh, celebrate recovery, and uh, I'm super familiar with it. I'm super stoked about having Darren uh, join us today. Good morning, Darren. Morning. Nice to be here. Yeah, hey, Darren. yeah. So Darren is uh, volunteered to. He was volunteered to wake up early on a Saturday morning to meet us for coffee. <laughs> he's a little grumpy. He's not going to be happy about it. Um, but no, he's. Uh, I, I've talked to Darren uh, on this topic over the past several months. You know, coordinating getting into the shop again. I've got history with CR. Um, I'm a big fan, and um, you know, I. 
I'm not going to position it the way that it should be positioned. Darren, you've been involved with CR for, for quite a while, right? Oh, uh, yeah, about five years now, I guess. About five years. Yeah, that's awesome. How did you come about? Uh, how did you come about CR? And did you have any experience in AA before? C so any, you know, any kind of relationship there that point kind of pointed you in the right direction, or? Yeah, a lot of uh, experience with AA. Actually, I, I, I've dealt with alcohol for thirty years. Okay. So it's it's uh, been something that's been a thorn in my side for a long time, mm -hmm. and uh, so you know, it's always been you know the. On again, off again. I'm gonna quit. This is the last time. I swear I'll never do it again. You know, God, if you get me out of this, I'll hmm. never do it. And then two days later, you're doing the same thing. You know, it's the sure. whole routine you go through over and over. It just wears you out. And uh, I, I, I went to oh, hundreds and hundreds of uh, AA meetings. Mm -hmm. uh, some of them forced, mm -hmm. and uh, some of them not. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, the you know, I, I was forced to a couple of different 90, 90 and 90s and you know, through DUIs and that type of thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, I just never really connected with it. It's not that it was uh, something that I didn't agree with. Mm -hmm. I just grew up in the church and it, the, the higher power thing, um, you know, always I couldn't really connect with that a whole lot for some reason. I just, mm -hmm. you know, something just didn't didn't click for me. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's you know, I, I anything we say today, I'm not putting anything negative on AA for sure, mm -hmm. because it's had millions and millions of people. It's just that some people click on one program, some people, people click on a different program, right, you know, right. whatever it takes to get there, you know, then that's what happened or mm -hmm. that's what you do. I, um, kind of struggled with the, with the, uh, AA for a long time and some other recovery programs. I've been an inpatient twice and probably two or three different outpatients. So, I mean, I've experienced a little of everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so I've had the clinical side, you know, where you check all the boxes and that type of thing, which it didn't do a whole lot either. That's just more or less trying to pass the test so you can get out, you know. So there was, I just never had a real connection with anything. And I went to my first uh, Celebrate Recovery out in Crown Point, Indiana. And when I first walked in, it just, it was what I needed. Mm -hmm. It was what I clicked. It was just a totally different um environment but it was what i was used to you know because like i said i grew up in the baptist church and so when i walk into celebrate recovery it just seemed to be that type of thing not to celebrate recovery is like going to church but they talk about god and mm -hmm. jesus is their higher power mm -hmm. you know, it was a lot more specific in that in that area so that's just what really made it work for me and they have kind of a, you know it's a it's a 12-step program just like uh, aa mm -hmm. As a matter of fact the steps are they tweak them just a little bit. They're pretty you know, similar, they're right? Very similar, but they just tweak them a little bit to infuse in, uh, God into it, and uh, to uh, 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 to add Bible verses and things that connect to each step as you go along. Mm -hmm. And then they also have what they call a step study, where you actually go through the the twelve steps. It'd be like you going through the twelve steps with the sponsor at AA. Same okay. type of thing. Mm -hmm. The difference is with Celebrate Recovery is they do it as a group. So in a step study, there's usually, I'd say anywhere from three to 10 is kind of the 10 is kind of the max on a step study. But you go through and you go through, they have a whole uh, set of books that take you through the uh, 12 steps. And you ask questions or you answer questions, you go along in the book. And then when you meet as a, a group at the step study, everyone discusses their answers. So you hear other input, you know, from other people about what that 
particular step they're on, how they how they work towards step four, and uh, how they do their inventory. But they all they do it together as a group. So well, that's a little- that's fantastic. Yeah, I I love that um, because because we we experience that in these group meetings, right? You'll you'll kind of get that in a little more unorganized fashion, but we get that. I know that with with CR. Uh, and I'm, I don't have my notes, but it was like hangups, hurts, habits, and another H or something like that. So, are you are you working on one hangup, hurt, or, or are you working on multiple at the same time in in CR? The one thing about uh, Celebrate Recovery, it's about all hurts, habits, and hangups. That was it. So, yeah, hurts, habits, and hangups. And we have in in most Celebrate Recovery recovery groups, it's not all. A drug and alcohol. As a matter of fact, only one out of every three people that come to celebrate recovery are for drugs and alcohol. Wow. The other two thirds are for things like a, a divorce, abuse, codependency, anger. Codependency is a big one. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's just a sexual addiction. I mean, sure. there is a whole group of, of things that we have. So it's kind of a mix of things because the 12 steps isn't just for alcohol. Right. I mean, sure. work for anything. I mean, it's a, the whole concept of the 12 steps is just working and understanding where you came from and where you're going, basically. Right, right. So, you know, it works for anything, not just, it just happened to start with alcohol mm-hmm. with the founders, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, you can you can work on several different things at one time mm-hmm. because you're not really working on a particular thing. You're working on yourself. Right. And so there's always a, uh, in my case, it's alcohol, but Underneath the, there's a reason why alcohol is my issue. And until you understand why alcohol is your issue, then you're not really going to progress. It's more or less just hanging on and trying not to drink. Yeah, white knuckling, right? Exactly. But once you dig in and you start understanding what happened in the past, what what were the things that happened? And that's a big thing in the step studies that they go back. Uh, One of the questions just off the top of my head is, uh, um, uh, uh, what, what are your family secrets? You know, those kind of questions they ask. So you go back and you think, well, it makes you think about your childhood. It makes you think about things that happened. It makes you think about how your parents maybe weren't the best. And, mm-hmm. and maybe it isn't your fault, you know. And the and the whole thing with uh, uh, with this is just trying to find out, peel away that alcohol thing and then what's underneath that. Mm-hmm. Try to find out what's going on. And that's kind of what Celebrate Recovery is all about. They, they acknowledge the past, but they focus on the future. So we don't really dwell on the past a whole lot. You know, mm-hmm. when we get into step study, you'll think about things like that. But in a celebrate recovery meeting, there's no there's no talk really about, you know, the good old days or anything like that. You know, mm-hmm. there's none of that. It's uh, it, it's exactly what it says. It's a celebration. Okay. When you go into a celebrate recovery meeting, um, the first thing the first thing that uh, they do is they usually have uh, two or three worship songs right out of the chute. Mm. So everybody's standing there. Uh, worship songs everybody's happy it's a celebration mm. and so you know they go through a whole first hour of uh, uh, the, uh, the worship songs then we'll do the reading of the 12 steps or the eight principles mm-hmm. they have any principles which kind of connect to the 12 steps and uh, then they'll have uh, uh, you know a prayer and scripture you know some announcements and then each week we either have a lesson or we have a testimony mm. so Every other week, it switches back and forth. So when you come in, you're going to hear a testimony week. You're going to hear how somebody's story and how they came to celebrate recovery and how you know their life has changed. Mm-hmm. 
on the lesson week, then we go through the 12 steps basically. And they're structured lessons that um, go, go all the way through it. If you, if you come on January 1st um, uh, in one year and you go all the way through the year, when you come back to January 1st, you're going to hear the same lesson again. It's a three, 365 day program. Mm -hmm. So no matter where you come in and start, if you may come in and they may be on step four, but if you go the whole year and you come back, then you'll be on step four again. So you've heard all 12 steps and all the lessons as you go along. Very, very structured. Okay. And every Celebrate Recovery is more or less the same thing. Um, if you go to a Celebrate Recovery in Florida, you're going to get the same Celebrate Recovery if you go in California. Same calendar? Um, not the same calendar, the same structure. Same structure, okay. They may have started at a different point. Yeah, so, so let me let, let me jump in, Darren. First of all, great to connect. I um. I'll share a little bit about my my journey with uh, CA and some of my thinking, and then I want to tie in a couple things. Um, so question to, to kind of start off. Do you find that folks um, typically come straight into CA? CR. CR, yes. right. Celebrate. I'm, I'm combining AA and yeah, CR right. together. Um, do you find folks come into CR directly or they're – not satisfied, not successful with another program, and then come into CR, or do you find the folks graduate into CR once they spend time in AA and they they get the higher power and and the and the God as we understand them, and they start to build a relationship with their God, then they transition over. What's the path into hmm. CR? Interesting. Not, not really any connection at all, to be honest. I mean, I, it isn't something where we get a bunch of AA people. It, my my story was just coincidental just because of my background i think more or less but every celebrate recovery is hooked up with a church so you cannot have a celebrate recovery without having a church involved mm -hmm. so most of our people come from the church environment or something around so it, it supports know, the people that are in the church with various issues right now not necessarily in that church if for instance our um celebrate recovery has about you know 40 or 50 people every week and i think uh out of that group, I think there's three church members. Mm, okay. You don't drag a whole lot of people out of the church because the church, the people at, in church. They, they don't want people in the church to see what their issues are. Exactly right. And they don't no, think I they get have it. a problem. Yeah, they don't think they have a problem. You know, it's more or less you come to church, you put on the mask, you smile, mm. and then you go home and beat your wife. I mean, yeah, you right. know, that's right. That's a little bit different than our church and our men's group. So, so here's 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 a couple of things. What what I know about AA is there's two words where I visibly watch people shrink, right? And I've heard directly from people, I'm not coming back to AA. Well, let me touch these two words. One is sex, and the other one is God. Right. So people come into AA, they know they're beat down, they know they need help, they know they can't do it. And either they come in voluntarily or they're um, incented or persuaded, whatever the word is, to go to AA. They walk into AA. First thing they read is how it works. And there's 17, 18 times where they use the word God, he, higher power, et cetera. Right. And, and I watch people shrink down and, and they just can't get the whole God thing. Right. So. What, what my story, in fact, when you were telling your story of how you grew up, very similar to mine. I, I grew up in a church. We, we called ourselves non-dominant 
non-denominational. It's a bunch of games. I, I mean, we were Bible-believing, Bible right, Christians. And, um, and so what, what, what I knew from growing up was, you know, what, what I learned from my church experience growing up was, you know, judgment, damnation, a very, um, you know, harsh God. Um, you know, we would we, we had all the right church words, right? For somebody that would come, we we used to call people who came in, in jeans backsliders. You know, I mean, just ridiculous, right? But that's what I grew up with, and that's what I brought to AA. So when I came into AA, and I'm grateful I had a sponsor to kind of, you know, pull me off the ledge on stuff. But when I heard the word God, I'm like, I don't want that God. I don't have a relationship with that God. I don't think that God is right. I don't think you should judge other people just based on genes and judge their level of spirituality based on whether they wear jeans or a suit, right? I mean, it was just the crazy crap I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And, and fortunately, I hung around long enough and listened and surrendered. And I said, you know what? I'm going to use my counselor as my higher power. I mean, several years I used my sponsor as my higher power. Um, you know, and, and I still use them today as a partial higher power. But only through time... Staying in AA and learning because here, here's what I learned about AA is I knew when I was born and growing up, I, I knew I had a compass, you know, that pointed towards my higher power, God, as I understand him, God, Jesus, as, as I call him today. But I moved away from him when I was drinking and focused on business and focused on ego and all that stuff. And, and for me, I knew as I was progressing in AA, I needed more, and I needed more of the spirituality, and and I started going to a church where their their message is, come as you are. It's not all the religious rules and the crap that I grew up with. It's, hey, here's who Jesus is. Here's how to have a relationship with him. You know, Glenn, irregardless of what you've done, he loves you, right? I heard the story, the prodigal son couldn't have a better story. Jesus hung out with the woman at the well, couldn't have a better story. I was the woman at the well. I was the prodigal son, right? So, so what I learned is I've augmented AA with my church, and now you know, I'm part of a men's group at church. We have 17 guys you know, on our tech string, and, and you know, we're all misfits because we're all honest with each other and kind of tell our own stories. We don't have the f- fake mask on. Um, right, that, that you described, because I know that's, you know, but our, our mantra at church is come as you are. And, and I thought that meant come in flip-flops, and it does, and I love that. But it also means come as you are spiritually, you know, and, and our pastor talks about AA probably one of the, you know, on a very regular basis, you know, because he sees the value of it. Now, our church had to celebrate recovery, and I went multiple times until they stopped having it for whatever reason. And, and it's funny because now, as much as I love and embrace AA, I love and embrace my spiritual growth and resources. I call it the spiritual pool, the church pool. I embrace that as much, if not a little bit more, than AA. And I'm actually, I, I, I know of a spiritual recovery, but I would personally think I would get a lot of value out of going through spiritual recovery because it would help me underline the spiritual part of my journey and growth that I'm on today. Well, is it, and isn't that the thing? I mean, I think that's the beauty of Sorry CR. Sorry for talking so much. No, thank you so much. <laughs> I think that that's the beauty of CR is that for that person that has 
a desire or has the relationship with Jesus to tap into that right right from the get-go and celebrate that I, I I think is I think is just awesome I think that's why it exists I mean is is for that that for the people that aren't scared away by the spirituality but want to embrace it maybe is what I'm trying to say well the big thing about celebrate recovery is that uh, they they do exactly what you uh, mentioned is that it's come as you are nobody cares where you've been where you came you know they just, just show up you know the biggest thing for people is coming in that first time sure. I mean that's petrifying to people. Sure. They, you get, sometimes they have to drag themselves in, you know, to, you know, for just to go that first time. And they sit in the parking lot. I see them out there just sitting there waiting, right. trying to get their nerve up to come in. It's crazy sure. how, how it can be to get in. But once you come in, you, it's just relieving. And it's, a, and it's, it's not that God that you're talking about. It is the loving, accepting God that takes everyone in. And you did mention one thing about your men's group, which is a, a great thing, you know, for men to meet in a group and women to meet in a group alone. It, they talk about different things when they're alone. Sure. Celebrate recovery for the first hour, we do the celebration that we were talking about. We do prayer and scripture. We do the testimony and the lesson. Then we break into small groups. So all the men go one direction, and all the women go in a different direction. And all the codependent women meet together, and all the dependent women meet together, mm-hmm. and all the uh, the dependent men meet together, and the ones that have mixed issues meet together. Mm-hmm. So after you do the first hour, then you go into a small group for the second hour, and you discuss just between the men and mm-hmm. just between the women with codependency issues, you know, and so they you can relate to somebody else. When you go into celebrate recovery with any kind of hurt habit or hang up, you're going to run into somebody that has the same problem. Mm-hmm. And and that's the big thing is that people think that they're the only ones. I'm the worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody's going to take me, and I, I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. And then you get in there, and all of a sudden there's three other people that are work on the same issues you are and you say wow i'm not the only one right and that's the whole purpose and then when you get in those smaller groups and you get into a group let's say a lady with codependency issues and she gets into a group with eight ladies that all have codependency issues how much easier is it for, for her to talk and you know relate to somebody else because she can see the same struggles they're going through and the and the problems are exactly the same right different circumstances different you know homes and that type of thing but the deep things are the, are the same issue. Right. How accessible is, so how many churches are involved in this? I mean, we're in the Chicago area, right? But but our reach is global. <laughs> I don't say that bragging, but it's amazing. We're like 50 countries listen to us. But, but how does one get into, how does one get plugged into a CR environment and into a Celebrate Recovery place? The big thing about Celebrate Recovery is just like, hey, just show up for the first time. Just so you just, gotta, you just gotta find a location. Right. We're in over 30,000 churches now. Oh, fantastic. So it's it's a big operation. Um, the, uh, the the easiest way to find one is to go to CelebrateRecovery.com. Okay. And if you go to CelebrateRecovery.com, they have a locator on there. Oh, great. Click on the locator, put in your zip code, and it'll show you all the CRs around you. And they are opening very fast. I am the uh, Indiana state rep for Celebrate Recovery. Okay. So, or one of them, I should say. There's several, there's three of us. Uh, but I handle the Northwest Indiana portion. Okay. And, well, all the way to South Bend, actually. And when I first came into um, uh, Celebrate Recovery, I had to drive 45 minutes to the west to get to one or an hour to the east to get to one. Mm-hmm. When we started ours, we were right in the middle of that. Oh, area. nice. And I said, okay, we need to fill this gap in. 
Sure. So when I, I went ahead and, you know, after a couple of years, I decided to volunteer for the state rep spot. We've opened, uh, in, the, in the last two years I've been there, we've opened, uh, let's see, three, six, eight, uh, about 12, I guess. Wow. And we still, just in this empty area that, that we had that I couldn't go anywhere. I could leave my house now and I could drive 20 minutes in several directions and hit a celebrator recovery. Wow, Whereas that's before, fantastic. it took me nearly an hour to go either way. Right. So that's how fast they're growing right now. So celebraterecovery.com and then there's a locator on there. That's correct. Great. Right. Excellent. We're going to have that in our resource room. Any closing thoughts, Glenn? Yeah, I am actually on a... I'm really peaked. I, I think one of my next steps is to attend. Um, you know, and... and and so I was just on a, a meeting locator, Darren, to see see how close, and I, they're all over the place. Um, the the one thing that I just wanted to kind of finish up with is is really hitting me is, you know, I really believe that God brought me to AA. Um, I I I know my path, and I believe God brought me to AA. In AA, and I know we've we we've, we've heard this before, but AA has brought me back to God. And, and I'm not saying I'm augmenting my AA path with the God path because that's my story and that's where I see my future growth. You know, it's not doubling down and reading the big book for the 27th time and, and studying that. That's important. But I feel that my expansive growth is more in the... Um, spiritual end of it with my relationship with my higher power that I call God. Yeah, I love it. Um, Darren, if there's one last thing you want to, you want to say to the people that are listening, anything, any closing thoughts that, that might welcome them into CR or a direction you want to give them, um, any hope well, that you want to leave them with? The thing that, that we talked to the most, or not the most, but the most important thing that we talked about was the fact that you're, you're accepted by no matter what you've done. And it's about introvert habit or hang up, which is nice. And you can come in, it's a celebration. You can come in, you can understand how God accepts us. And you can understand how there, there is no worse. I, I've talked to thousands of people just from what I do. And I don't, I, there is no worse story. Yeah. There, it, I, you, can't, you can't tell me a story and tell me there's nobody like me. I say, oh yeah, yeah. there's a hundred more. I've already heard that. So there, you have to understand that you're not the only one. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do is just walk in. Mm -hmm. Just walk in and experience the fact that there's other people exactly like you and there's nothing to be embarrassed about. And when you come in, everybody's going to grab you and say, come on in. Let's go. Let's rock. Great. Excellent. And, uh, Darren, do you have a, you have a podcast, too? Do you want to want to just uh, give people a little directive on how to get a hold of your podcast? I started a, a podcast uh, uh, about, well, about a year and a half ago or so, and uh, it's called New Endings Radio. And uh, New Endings Radio is uh, and we're on all the podcast sites. I mean, you can just search for us. Right. But uh, what we do is we uh, interview um, Celebrate Recovery folks and, and some sure. other folks. Right? Mm -hmm. It's not all Celebrate because it's kind of like your show where right. you let you know let me come in and tell you a little bit about Celebrate Recovery. But we uh, hear their life story. And basically uh, what I tell them is I said, okay, there's always some point in someone's life where you flip. You right. go to different groups. You wake up one day and you say, I, I can't do this anymore. Sure. I got to do something different. It may be your own choice, maybe the fact that you just ended up in jail, but there's always a reason that you're going to flip. So I ask them to tell me what the circumstances were that made you flip. 
and they'll tell a short portion of what uh, they uh, what happened to them to make them flip. And then I have them go back and say, okay, let's go back to your childhood because that's where everything really starts is how we grew up and what shaped us and that type of thing. So go back and tell me, what, how was your, how was your, did you grow up in a Christian home or, and then they'll start telling their story and you'll get the stories are Amazing. always the same, you know, things right. are, the stories are all different, but they're all the same. Amazingly you know? similar, right? Dad did this, dad sure. left, right. mom, you know, she couldn't handle it. She did this. I mean, it's always the same story. Right. And then we all end up in the same spot. You know, so we all come in from all these different paths and all the different experiences we had. And then here we all are sitting at a, at a celebrated recovery meeting. I love know? it. So, new, end yeah. new Endings Radio? New Endings Radio, yes. Excellent. That's great. Darren, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. And you, just, you never know, you know, we're not that far from north. north. You might see our faces never and know. see our location. All right, all right Darren, all right. thank you so much. Thank you, Darren. Uh, have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.